listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome to a new episode of I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at I Love Old Time Radio.com forward slash survey. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Thursdays, the strange appear when it's lights out. We're going to take a break from the 1942-43 series. And, in fact, we're going to take a break from Arch Obler's writing and returning to a story written by Willis Cooper. And is the only known recording to exist, in part since it became the traditional Christmas episode. This recording is from December 22nd, 1937. It was originally called Three Men, but it's also listed as Christmas Story in Uninhabited. Lights out, everybody. This is a tale they tell of another Christmas, a Christmas 19 years ago. The Great War was over. War-weary soldiers and officers were at last being allowed to rest, to enjoy such recreation as soldiers might find. Leave areas were established in various parts of France, and at intervals, individuals were sent from the stations of their organizations to these areas, there to rest and refresh themselves for a brief period. The story properly begins on Christmas night, 1918, 19 years ago. A leave train was just coming to a halt in the station at Villefranche. Excusez-moi, monsieur, but I, uh, uh, s'il vous plaît, I, I would like to, uh, 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 venir ici, 
Oh, blast it. I can't talk the ruddy language. It is not necessary to speak the blasted language, monsieur, since I speak yours after a fashion. Oh, beg pardon, old chap. Uh, the station master told me you wouldn't mind if I stowed myself in here with you. Uh, I hope. I should be very glad indeed of your company. I am Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascois. Of the 212th Regiment Artillery, GPF. I'm uh, Lieutenant Horace Ballantyne of the Australian Light Horse, sir. Uh, you are welcome, monsieur. May I help you with your baggage? I'll have it stowed in half a uh, Thank you. Uh, there. Oh, going on leave, Captain? Oui. I am not sure where yet, but c'est la guerre. One never knows where it goes in this world. Uh, too right, bigger. That was jolly good of you to share your compartment, old chap. I am only too glad. It has been rather a lonely journey so far. I am delighted of someone to talk to. Uh, First-class compartments are not too easy to copper, either. Oh, a bit cushy, this, isn't it? Not too bad, indeed. Uh, you'll pardon me, I know, but I am a bit curious to know how an Australian officer should find his way to Via France. I, I don't quite know myself, Captain uh, Gascon, is it? Uh, yes. And your name is uh, Ballantyne? Right. I must remember. Well, uh, I was at uh, Gallipoli in the infantry with the Exocook. The third officer division, you know. Got a bit of a crack in the head, and the first thing I knew, I found myself transferred as town major, a village a few miles east of here. Nothing but Americans in it. Oh, the Americans. Uh, they are good soldiers, eh? Fair dinkum. And now you find yourself bound for leave on Christmas night. Right, oh, and jolly glad of it. Hmm. Where are you going, do you know? Uh, report to the RTO at Isle of Bain. That's all I know. <laughs> you have the same difficulties in your army, I see. <laughs> one never knows where one goes. You are a long way from home, my friend. Right, oh, a bloody long way. <laughs> Halfway around the world, you know. And you have come to fight for France. I salute you, monsieur. Uh, it's been fun. We. Oui. And now it is over. And our young men lie dead under the stars out there. Uh, we lost a few, too. Our young men, monsieur. French, British, Australian, American. Not to mention a few German chappies. Quite. Eh bien. One cannot make the omelette without breaking the eggs. A bloody lot of good eggs, friend Gascoigne. We. Oui. I wish the blasted train would start. <laughs> it is always a mystery how they control these trains. Particularly when one wishes to go somewhere in the hurry. Oh, American chap out there. Looking for a price, I fancy. Uh, perhaps we could invite him in here if you do not mind. Well, why not? If it's all right with you. Oh, he's a comrade and there is little room on the train. Right, Oh, Yank. Yank there. This way, He comes. Strike uh, me pink now. The blighter's black. And an officer, too. So? I have heard that the Americans have two divisions of Negroes, and they have many officers who are, as the Americans say, colored also. But I have never seen one. You don't mind if I ask him in? My dear Ballantyne, why should one mind? Is he not a man, an ally, an officer? Do we dislike one another because I am French and you Australian? Good chat. Uh, we've lots of blacks in our units. What the devil's the difference? What difference does it make what color the blighter's skin is? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, room here. Uh, do you mind awfully, Lieutenant? Uh, not much room anywhere else, old chap. Oh, come in, come in. We've room for one. <laughs> Thank you. I was afraid I was going to be left behind. My name is Valentine, Lieutenant Australian Light Officer. Uh, I'm Captain Melvin, 370th American Infantry. Delighted, Captain. And this is Captain... <laughs> 
<laughs> they have to help the chap out, Captain. <laughs> I am Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascoigne of the French Artillery, Captain. Welcome. Uh, gentlemen, uh, thank you. Oh, here. Uh, give me your musette. I'll shove it up in the rack. Oh, thank you, Lieutenant. Uh, feels good to get that thing off my shoulder. Uh, sit down, Captain Melvin. Uh, thanks. Been standing around there all day long on one foot and then on the other waiting. Finally, when the train did pull in, I thought I was still going to stand there. Good of you to take me in. We are delighted. Righto. You're an Australian, eh, Lieutenant? Righto. From Edlard. I just think of that. Where are you from, Captain Melvin? Oh, I'm from Chicago. And you, Captain Gascoigne? Uh, my home is in Bayonne, as one might infer from my name. Your name, Captain? Gascoigne. Bayonne is in Gascony, you see. Oh, oh I so see. Anyway. <laughs> it's odd, ain't it? Here we are, three of us in one railway coach, bound for somewhere. We've come from all over the world to meet on Christmas night in France. Uh, we don't even know where we're going, do you? Well, I haven't the slightest idea. Leave her, that's all I know. Uh, well, may as well have a spot of Christmas cheer, eh? A bottle of rather good wine in my museum. And so far, not to be outdone in this matter, mes amis, I also have a bottle of Lacrime Christi. Tears of Christ. A very precious wine in these days, mes amis. I do not remember how I came by it, but suffice it to say, I have it. Ah, we are about to start, huh? <laughs> we are starting. We steal Christmas, despite the fact that most of them all want to get out of the town and go somewhere. Yeah. Last Christmas, I was down in Texas, in yeah. Logan. I was in the hospital at Marseille. And I, mes amis, had dinner with a German general. A German general? Uh, captured on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, oh yes. Gentlemen, will you drink with me? Uh, with pleasure, we, oui, if you will drink with me. And with me. Well, then. To Christmas, eh? Uh, yeah. To Christmas. To Christmas. <clears throat> you know, my musette's a bloody full of junk of all sorts. I was afraid I might have lost the bottle. It's souvenirs, huh? Oh, yes. Silly toys and things that I picked up. Give them to some kid somewhere. Lord knows they have few enough. I have gifts, too, in my musette. There is no one left of my people to give them to, but... It is a sentiment. Sentiment for Christmas. <laughs> Suppose we all do that. Mine's packed with odds and ends. I didn't know if I'd ever get back to that outfit after this leave, so I got some souvenirs together. Now, I drink, mes amis? Oh, not now, thanks, Captain. I'll wait a while. I think I shall, too. Quiet. Uh, it's a beautiful night, eh? Yeah, clear. You know, if the war was still on, I'd expect to hear someone shout, Lights out, jerry's up. Have a lot of bombs landed our laps. I hope we are done with that, monsieur. Amen. Uh, no moon, though. Yeah. Well, look at them stars. Oh, see that one over there. You might imagine it to be the star of Bethlehem. Very bright, isn't it? We oui. Nearly 2,000 years ago. I wonder if that same star still shines upon the earth. If it does, we wouldn't know it. Not us. 
fight wars and deny the name of the man that was born under it. Uh, uh, religious, chap? No. No, not at all, Lieutenant. Uh, I'm a long not, way from it. I'm not a religious chap either. Uh, but you used to have some jolly times as a kid at Christmas time, though. Church things and all that, candles, whatnot. We... One is not religious, save when one sees the star shining down on him. I wonder if that could be the star. And why not, my friend? Our earth changes, but the everlasting stars change not. Yeah, be funny if it is, wouldn't it? Yeah, won't we? But our journey is long, gentlemen. If you wish to sleep... You sleepy, Captain? (laughs) That little drink of wine has affected me, I fear... I cannot keep my eyes open. Yeah, I'm a little tired myself. Standing around all day in that station, there was no place to sit down. Uh, I can always sleep myself. I propose, then, that we do sleep for a little while, my friends. <laughs> Talking to sleep it made me sleepy. I'm all for it. Shall I turn down the lights? If you will, monsieur. Uh, pleasant dreams. Uh, Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you both, gentlemen. And to you, Lieutenant Valentine, Captain Gascoigne. Yonder star shall watch over us. Nispa? The star that shone on better. Good night. Are you asleep? I'm not. Nor I. Almost, though, I must say. I... I was thinking. It seems that I have met you both before. Somewhere. That's ruddy odd. Why, my friend? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I was, too. But it couldn't be. One from France... One from Australia, one from America. We, oui, it is so. Uh, good night, my friends. Good night. Good night. Friend Gaspar, we have journeyed far, and the sign that thou didst promise to us is not yet. Peace, Balthazar. We have not yet come to the end of our journey. Behold, Melchior crieth not out. Canst thou not study his patience to be like unto him? Yet thou art tired, Melchior. Aye, I am tired and weary. Yet must we go on. No man knoweth what the end of his far journeying shall bring him. Dost thou see, Balthazar? Thou must needs have faith. I have faith, friend Gaspar. Yet my burden upon my shoulder is cruel heavy, and I would fain rest. Have faith, O Balthazar. Have faith, I conjure thee. Faith. I, I lead on, O Gaspar. Whither thou goest, there will I follow thee. And also I, Gaspar. For I know that thou art inspired of God, that his hand doth lead thee. Yet not even I know what miracle he will do before our eyes. No matter. 
We will follow when thy road lead to death. Now, which road takest thou? That to the right hand or, or to the left? I know not. Wilt thou not call upon God, Gaspar? I kneel down, brethren. Oh, Lord, Father God, lead us, thy servants, in the way thou didst set out for us. For know, Lord, Father God, that we are poor, and our eyes know not the right, and we would follow the way that thou wilt have us follow. Therefore, we pray thee humbly, dear Father... A miracle. Miracle? What sayest thou, Balthazar? Behold, Gaspar, a sign from the Lord Father God. There is no sign. Behold, in the sky, a sign. A star that burneth brighter than all the stars of the heavens. O Lord God, we thank thee. The way is before us. We follow thy will. Behold, Gaspar, the star shineth upon the pathway to the left. Forward, forward, brethren. For the end of our far journeying is at hand. Certes, this is a sign from God. Behold, Gaspar, beyond the hill, the lights of a village. Tis so. Now we are come to our destination indeed. Haste, friends, haste. Tellest thou what town is that, O Gaspar? Nay, I know not. Save that it be the end of our long journey. Oh, travelers, have you seen the stars? Who calls? Who art thou? It is a shepherd. See the flocks of sheep beyond the road? Seest thou the star, travelers? Knowest thou its meaning? Aye, we have seen it, O shepherd. Yet we know not its meaning. Save that a miracle of the Lord, Father God, is nigh unto us. From the blackness of the sky it sprang into blaze, traveler. Dost thou think it portends the end of earth? Nay, friend, not the end of earth. Say rather its beginning. What sayest thou? Behold, shepherd, the mantle of the Lord is upon him. He speaketh of miracles. Aye, and a miracle will come to pass. Haste, friends, haste, for this night we'll hear the voices of angels chanting and the sound of many great wings. Peace on earth, peace, goodwill to men. Glory, 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 glory to, God. to God in the highest. Verily, he speaks men that understand the workings of the will of God. Say now, shepherd, how is yonder village named? Surely, if you know what shall come to pass because of the star, how is it you know not the name of the town? We have come from far lands, shepherd. Aye. What matters it if we know not such trifles as the name of a little hidden village when we know of a miracle to be wrought in the name of Almighty God? Aye, it is so. What miracle shall come to pass? It is hidden from our ken, O shepherd. Yet it shall come to pass. Fear not. Aye. And such a miracle as shall set all the world to singing praises, lifting up their voices unto the heavens, crying in a loud voice, Mighty, mighty is the Lord God of hosts. Ye be not of Israel? Nay, I am from the land of the Greeks, and these my companions be also from far lands. Melchior from Ethiopia, Balthazar, a wise man of Egypt, a soothsayer unto the king, 
Ye have come far. Aye, so. Since many days our feet have trod the pathways of hidden, unknown places. Yet always have we set our faces unto the east, obeying the bidding of a voice unheard, the guidance of a hand unfelt. And ye go now into the town? Thou hast not told us its name, shepherd. Certes, all men know that yonder town is called the town of the house of bread, even Bethlehem. Know ye that I, even I, am a Bethlehem, where was born a thousand years agone, David, son of Jesse, that was king of Israel. Tis well. For now I speak with the tongue of the Lord, the wisdom he hath put into my mouth. Behold yonder Bethlehem whence came David, king of Israel. Now this night shall be born Bethlehem, that Messiah, that very son of God, which the ancient prophets have foretold. And this is the miracle that shall come to pass, for he shall be born of a virgin immaculate, and his name shall be Jesus, called Christ. O thou Lord God, Father, I give thanks unto thee that thou hast appointed me and my companions, that we shall be witnesses before all the world that the Son of God is born. Haste, my friends. We must on, for the miracle is at hand. The Spirit of God is upon him. Speak through the tongue of the Lord. Haste. O holy man, may I not go with thee, seeing thou knowest not the village, and I with my brethren was born there. Aye, thou mayest come with us, but haste, friends, haste. Behold the star, how it seemeth to beckon us on. Lo, it cometh down from the heavens and standeth above the rooftops of the town. It is the doing of God. Aye, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sling thy burthens from thy shoulders, friends. Haste, haste. I marvel also that there should be lights abroad in the town. The hour is passing late, yet there is a light in every house. Perchance the men of Bethlehem rejoice that the Messiah is born. Nay, not so. For he is hidden from men, and they of Bethlehem know him not. Then what? The feast of Hanukkah is but lately over, my masters. The feast of the lights in memory of the Maccabee. And many remain. Also are there others in the town who have come to deal with the men of Herod, the Tetrarch of Galilee, even the tax collectors. And thus is the city full, even all the inns. Dost thou know where we shall find him, O Gaspar? Hath it been revealed unto thee? All in good time, my friend. We follow the star. Perchance he shall be born in a family of high repute. Aye, it is not fitting that the Son of God shall come from an humble home. The will of God shall be done. The child Jesus be born in the wide fields under the star, my friends. Haste. Behold, these be the walls of Bethlehem, O wise man. Yonder lieth the gate. Perchance the soldiers of the Tetrarch may refuse his admission into the city, Gaspar. Nay, they are gone away, Melchior. Aye, they all lie in the inns and public houses and corrals of the people of the town. Gaspar, art thou sure indeed that we shall find him in Bethlehem? Dost doubt the word of God, Balthazar? On, on. Now, whither do we go, O Lord Gaspar? Name me not, Lord Shepherd, for we are all humble men in the sight of God. Praise God. Praise Praise God. God. Behold how the rays of the stars shine down upon this certain street... It is the way, friends. Follow. Lord, one comes, Gaspar. In haste. Aye, 
So? A chance he knoweth. Hold thou, men. Whither goest thou? Who art thou? Stand aside that I may pass. Who art thou? Know that I am citizen, even as thou art. Indeed, thou art a citizen, and not a strolling player, a hawker of false jewels. Oh, speakest thou thus to me, who am the great physician? No man that I am Balthus, the leech, the learned, the clever, skilled in cupping and the art of the chirurgeon, the saver of lives, the bringer of babes into the world. Peace! Thy tongue clacketh like the sea. Sayest thou art chirurgeon, no man of Bethlehem? Aye, I am that. I am Balthus, wrestler with the angel of death, sometime physician under great Antipater himself. I am. Hold, I pray thee. Hast thou attended woman this night that was brought a child? And how didst thou know that, stranger? Wilt thou say aye or nay? Aye, I have done so. And look ye now. This night have I come upon a miracle, a very marvel, a prodigy of nature. Never before in all my time Wait, have I... cease thy clacking and speak, Leech. And who art thou thus to... Speak of the marvel that thou hast witnessed, man. Behold, not two hours have passed since one came post-haste, crying before my door. Oh, Balthus, oh, most noble surgeon, oh, savor of lives, come down and haste. And I, setting down the goblet of sack posset wherefrom I did drink, flung open the window and looked down. To thy story, Leech. To thy story. Behold, crieth the man in the street. Behold, Balthus, a woman hath need of thee in the stable, nigh unto the inn of the two oxen. In the stable? Aye, in the stable. Now, I am a man of charity, and always ready to answer the call when sickness stalketh abroad. In the plague that came upon Bethlehem nine years ago... I thought always ready when thou dost smell the smell of gold, leech. Say on, and quickly. If thou wilt but be still and let me... I spoke of a marvel. Say on, say on. I flung my cloak about me, and I came in haste, as ill becometh a man of my age and girth, and yet I am charitable, I say, and... Behold, in yonder stable was a woman couched in the straw of a manger, brought to bed of a child. Surely women have been brought to bed of a child in stables before, Kerajan. Aye, so. But mark me well now... This woman was a virgin. Nay. I swear it by the holy phylactery. By my father's beard, I swear it. Verily was a child born unto her, and she a virgin. <laughs> thou hast drunk too much of thy sack posset, neighbor. Thou a physician. I swear Hold. by... Hold. Thou said enough, Leech. Verily hast thou stood before a miracle this night. A miracle? In sooth, a very prodigy. Where lieth the woman thou didst attend? In yonder stable. The man did say that they had come from Nazareth in Galilee to give his testimony unto the tax collectors. And though they beseeched the innkeepers, yet would none of them give them room, saving only this one, who, having pity upon a woman with child, did say unto them that they might find bed amongst the kine in his stable, and did charge them not. May all the blessings of God be on this innkeeper, that he hath offered shelter this night unto the Son of God. Amen. What sayest? And on thee, physician, for that thou didst lend thy hand unto her, who is the very mother of him who shall be the savior of the world. Verily, I know not who thou art, old man, yet I perceive that thou hast the gift of prophecy. If I have served, then I am glad, for I took naught from them, and the babe did look upon me with a look that I shall ne'er forget. Though I live to be the last on the earth. Now I crave thy blessing. If thou dost speak sooth, I am most blessed among men. Verily shalt thou stand at the right hand of him who hath come to the earth, physician. 
Thine was the hand that first touched him. Verily art thou blessed. I thank thee for thy grace, friend. Go now inside the stable. I go to the temple to render thanks unto God. For verily, I believe thee. Now, my friends, tis the end of our long journey before us. Come with me, I pray, each of you. Come and fall down and worship the infant Jesus, Son of God, which shall be called the Christ. Praise unto praise, him. Praise unto the Son of God. I will not go in. I am not worthy. Nay, shepherd, there be none of us worthy to touch his hand. Yet there be none too humble to do him reverence. Come. I come, shepherd. waneth a little. Shadows fall upon us. The star paleth before his glory. Nay. Nay, Gaspar. Behold. Behold in the sky a sign. A sign. Oh, Father, Lord God. A sign. The shape of a man crucified upon a cross. To, uh, oh, I say, uh, what's the matter? Uh, I was dreaming, I guess. Well, where, where are we? I <laughs> it was a dream, but I saw you too. Uh, you saw us? It's hard to remember, but I. Did you, did you dream of three men, Melvin? I. Yes. I. I did too. Gaspar and Melchior and Balthazar. Gaspar and Melvin and Valentine. Good heavens. Look, look at our shoes. All of us. What? Straw. Where Straw. did... Straw. From a stable. And that, that smell. What? Gentlemen. I have been in the East. I know what that smell is. It is myrrh and frankincense. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I'm not accustomed to the style of English spoken in this episode, and it made the dialogue a struggle to listen to. However, I liked the concept of the story and was one of the first episodes I listened to when preparing this podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it as well. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and on Stitcher. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. 
Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. Support the show by joining our Vintage Radio Club at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash vintage or send a one-time donation at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we wrap up the week with You Bet Your Life and next Thursday we'll be back in 1942 on Lights Out. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.